Hello and welcome to another beautiful podcast. I think it's beautiful. I don't, I'm not taking a public poll or anything. <laughs> I am uh, Katrice Durham and I am so grateful to be here with you today. As we uh, close February, I want you all, anyone who listens to this, Uh, to remember that this month was about recognizing love. And in the spirit of that, and recognizing that love is patient, it's kind, it doesn't envy, it doesn't boast, that true, authentic, unconditional love is a very beautiful, very necessary thing in life. It's not necessary for everyone, as we, as human beings, tend to see the sad reality that some people never truly choose to step up to the plate. And we as humans, in that unconditional love capacity, even when we get upset, even when we get riled up, even when we, you know, are human, we're imperfect sometimes, and sometimes our our love comes out as wrath. And that is a imperfection of ours that we work on all the time because that's just what we have to do. And that's not a bad thing. We're ever growing, ever changing, ever improving. The day we stop is, is the day we, we really die. Albert Einstein said, once we stop learning, that's when we really start to die. Uh, Benjamin Franklin said, most people die when they're 24, but they're not buried till they're 74. And there's a a very beautiful, you know, kind of concept that goes with acknowledging that and what that means and what that entails. And for me, I acknowledge that no matter how much I want people to see how great they can be, uh, no matter the capability that I know certain people hold, this podcast does a great job of repeating some very valuable lessons at times we can't make anyone see and a beautiful thing about that is when we truly gift ourselves that capacity in which to grow unconditionally to to bloom effortlessly and limitless and limitlessly we we can see that right and as we evolve as we continue to level up i say the obstacles that you know turn into wisdom in those moments we don't understand why it is that we're going through we don't understand why it is and you know there is a meme and it's like all right i've had enough lessons i think i think i'm good i just i just want love now can i just have that and uh it's, it's a very, you know, it's a very delicate topic, love and unconditional love and people's ability to choose that. And you cannot have one without the other. That's the whole yin-yang thing. Stars can't shine without darkness. And in order to truly appreciate love, you have to know what it's like to to not have it sometimes, right? To, to be able to appreciate 
the capacity as within, as without, as above, as below. And what that means is that no matter how much we want to understand things at times, we will not be able to understand until we understand. It's kind of like when you start a new job and it's in the same field you've been in for a long time and you know the boss you're in training and the boss is like oh you're not going to know what you don't know until you don't know it and that is the beautiful thing about consistently consistently being in a place to observe but consistently being in a place to unconditionally observe and love and we get to see people and positions that we used to be and with complete certainty we can say it's gonna get easier trust me I was there and and when that person overcomes that position of life they'll be able to understand the whole oh you'll understand when you're older well I'm not a person that necessarily believes in aging but I do believe in maturity and evolving I do not think that evolving and maturity means that you have to have wrinkles on your face or that you have to be dehydrated or you have to have a smug job or something. I believe that it's the opportunity in which we can have the consistent capacity to evolve. I think that is what it is to mature, you know, that it is to metamorphose, you know, transformation. And every level of life is going to require a different, a different value of us, a different persona of us. And the beautiful thing about looking back or telling a person, I've been there, I get it. It'll get easier. It's hard right now. It'll get easier. You, you just have to remain consistent. The beautiful thing about all of that is that, that when we can truly see how we have evolved when we can truly appreciate the lessons and oh here we go again here's here's another opportunity for growth uh, people who uh ask me you know month at a month at a time oh what's new and I was like or what's going on and I always say every day every day is an opportunity to succeed every day every day it's something it's something some people will be like, it's only been two months to be like, bro, the stuff that happens to me in 30 days makes it seem like life is forever. And that's why Benjamin Franklin, he said most people die when they're 24, but they're not buried till they're 74. Because when we're 24, that's around the age that you, you know, typically stigma timeline speaking, people have finished their school, right? They're starting to settle down in a job that establishes their environment, that establishes where they're going to be for the next 15 years of their life. And so when you get, when you become a part of an environment, when you start to become more unconscious in your day-to-day -day activities, habit makes a creature and either that creature will be one of consistent progression or it will be one of regression. It is not the fault of a human to not be able to acknowledge where it's at. 
But the day we decide that we want to be better, that we want to do better, that's when our words become consequences. Our actions become consequences. We cannot say we want to do better. I want to be a better person. I want to be more loving. I want to be understanding and not take those actions and reprogram those thoughts and transform those words to make, you know, to make it seem as though we understand what change means, what it means to mature, what it means to evolve. And I like March because it's kind of a weird month. It's kind of in transition. Now, if you're like me and you're like in North Texas for the past like month, every other week, first week, it's like winter. Next week, it's like summer. Like it's literally like 43, snowing, 45, 56. And then like the next week, it's like 75, 80 it's 77 and most people are like oh that's just texas and we're like people who've lived in texas for a good minute we're like no this is different man this is worse and they say that texas that north part of texas gets you know the the accumulation of everything around it and if that's true man i don't know i think these polar ice caps melting might might be onto something <laughs> but i like march because it's kind of like it's kind of like that. It, uh, there's this phase that I believe most people will go through between the ages of 24 and I'm going to say 44 because I'm very favorable of that, of that time period as a reflection of this um, lesson. 24 if you're not you know the average person that just starts to go into a habit or if you are the person that starts to become you know, the habit is the creature. So let's say you're in a job environment. Now let's say 20 years, 44, you're looking there and you're like, how did I get here? Which is the, which is how the whole midlife crisis started. And the new midlife crisis isn't a young, young life crisis. Oh, I'm so sorry. My computer is so rude. Oh. <laughs> the new young life crisis is, uh, as well as the midlife is to, uh, just to be lost as a human. And, uh, we call that entrepreneurship. <laughs> and I know, <laughs> I know it's not a favorable, like everybody's not going to talk about this, you know, it's like the whole, like, we don't talk about gaslighting anymore because most of the time when you bring up gaslighting, the people that are talking about gaslighting are the people that are doing the gaslighting and the people that are being gaslit, we don't even talk about it. Like, we just continue with our lives. And so uh, there's no point in going, uh, chasing your own tail, you know? This is a conversation that isn't really a conversation that never had become a conversation, never wanted to be a conversation. Um, so... This, this 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 time period of and, and don't get me wrong I do have respect for entrepreneurs the people that do have small businesses if you guys have never heard of Etsy like it has an accumulation of a lot of different artists and makers and crafts and I got my mom like like one of these like spa things like baskets like a you know you have like a gift basket but this is like a spa basket and it was great. And these, you know, people, they make these things. There's a lot of them. Like, we know this. It's 21st century. You can 
make anything and make money from it. But there is a, you know, that's, you know, habit. Even the people who get paid to do ASMR eating or something. I read a, an article the other day about the amount of people who do the ASMR eating and they've become, they've gotten rich off of it. But what a lot of people don't realize when they're looking on the surface is let's take that for example. These people have to go out and buy specific food. They have to spend money on uh, the lighting and how things are going to sound because sound is everything for ASMR and, and the visual taken and everything from it. So that becomes their consistent life, Just, you know, and they still are a person. They have to shower. They have to get ready. They have to do makeup every, you know, every other little thing in their life. But the main chunk of their life, because that's what brings a profit in, is that. So anytime you see anyone who's been in a consistent, you know, uh, business or position or anything, you have to be able to step back and be able to observe, okay, well, you know, it's kind of like those things where people are like, oh, you could, <sighs> I'm going to be vulnerable. People like, they ask me sometimes, they're like, oh, you could totally be a model or, you know, whatever. You said, you could totally do, you know, X, Y, and Z. Why don't you blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, the same reason that, you know, I could, I could be a porn star, but I'd, I'd never be a porn star. Just because we have the gifts in which to do something does not mean that we, that we have to go do it. This is, it's not our only option. If you ever hear anyone say, oh, I just have to do what I have to do. No, no, you don't. Like it's, it's 2022, bro. Like you can literally do, you could sell your underwear to some person in China, make an easy profit. Not that I do that, but it's a, it's a, it's a pretty consistent joke that goes around um that's real you know it's one thing that is a, a stake at my own heart is uh, the amount of sugar babies and and sugar daddies and i and i uh, i don't understand this but one thing i do understand is the amount of dudes that are you know late 20s early 30s and they don't want to settle down because they don't know how to they do not have the emotional maturity and this is an attacking anyone is this is the, the the observation of the facts the, the factual point of reference and perspective is that they truly believe that they do not have the emotional maturity or capacity or the bandwidth or the information to be able to do both and and that does start like that is part of your habits like what you do who you surround yourself with you can have a full-time career nine to five you can literally do anything you want and still be a person. Like it doesn't have to succumb you. You don't have to be four different people all of the time. And one of the one of the beautiful things that I love about just being a person and doing what we need to do and what we can do, what we want to do, what really can set our soul on fire is just because you have a lot of gifts does not mean that you have to go out and prove to the world that these are your gifts. These can become your hobbies or things that you do in your leisure time, or you can make a profit off of it. But for the most part, it is not something that you have to prove uh, to anyone. It's something that you get to stumble upon in yourself. And if you do that between that, you know, that life of March 24 to 44, the, the sooner you decide what it is you want out of the rest of your life, 
the day that you actually take this step to be like, okay, um, I turned 28 in December and, and when I started this, I think I told you guys a little bit about this last time, um, or one time, I don't remember. <laughs> I really decided what it was that it was going to matter to me for the rest of my life. What I really wanted to do, what was going to make a difference to me with everything that I had gone through, everything that I've lived thus through thus far, what was really going to make me feel like being here on this earth for a significant amount of time was something that I could do and I wanted to do and what I was going to do with it. And I think one of the most beautiful things about that, about truly deciding that, is that you do have a choice. And that's that unconditional love component. But the consequences, once you decide what that is, you can't you can't get angry, you can't go backwards, you can't there there are a significant consequences once you once you make a definite decision. And once you truly identify with what you think will do the most amount of good, least amount of harm says the principle of utilitarianism i'm a big fan um and what's going to mean the most to you and, and nobody gets to tell you what that is and, and then some people's choices may seem immoral or unethical but at the end of the day we individually as humans ought not to judge other humans we can decide what it is is best for us but because we are not the you know creator or destroyer of any other alternate universes we we really don't have a say on i mean you just have to really be like okay that's what that person wanted to do and you know good for them i if i wasn't as dedicated to what i'm doing now i definitely would love to just play hooky and and do crazy chaotic things for the sake of enjoyment of life i'm a but uh being a hedonist was not something that was important to me and and you'll get a, a few people in this lifetime that will tell you that they've been here a few times that they've uh that they lived through different periods of feels like they've they're an old soul they've been here a long time and i have to tell you i am definitely one of those people i read history and i'm like this this makes sense to me, like if I was there, which sounds utterly out of this world, but I'd rather be out of the world sometimes than in it. And the way that this world functions today, um, I, I got a few notes, to be fair. I, got, God, I, I wouldn't have done it this way, but no one, no one is asking for my opinion. Um, not yet, at least. And so once we decide, like I've said in other podcasts, every single position of life, every single choice every person does, whatever they want to be, it's significant. No one is more significant or insignificant than the other. I, from a individualist point of view, do think that if less people cared about diverting their attention to different things and, and being hedonistic along with you know, having seemingly having principles and morals and, and structures 
I individualistically, I think if less people did that, more people could not value the surface. More people could value truth and, and, and embody what unconditional love and truth is and what it looks like and what it means to, to live by that frequency. And like I said, every, every part is, is a piece in the bigger picture. And we, and we can't just decide to be like, I don't think that's right. I don't think you should do that. That's where the whole, like, I'm sorry, you don't pay my bills. Like, who are you? Who gave you right over my life? Right. Um, speaking of, I went and saw a movie. Oh, I went and saw the new matrix movie. Right. And they did not do well in theaters. I wish they would have broken it apart because if it would have been like Harry Potter part one, part two, that would have been so much different. But we missed so many pieces and they just skipped steps. And I'm very disappointed because it had a lot of Easter eggs and it had a lot of, you know, different levels to it that I really wish that we, they would have separated so it would have done better. But I'm going up the stairs and I'm doing, I was saying something and, and this dude who I don't even know just goes young lady watch your mouth and I was like I'm sorry you don't pay my bills and then I'm walking off and he goes well I could and I was like dude I was like don't even <laughs> some people some people I love I have a love-hate relationship with working in retail and uh, customer service because sometimes you get the most obnoxious people but then sometimes you can just make a very compassionate friendly humorous impression on a person you know that unless you were in that position you may have never even crossed paths with and and the little jobs that I do I don't ever I don't ever think that they're serious you know I don't really take them seriously it's not what I want to do for the rest of my life but I do a lot of different things while I'm continuing to build that platform because it's gonna take a minute but it's better to do it right you know and uh, I don't really take them seriously, but sometimes I'll call my mom and I'll just be like, you won't believe how significant this person thought X, Y, and Z was. And she's always, she's always very good about, you know, having that compassionate point of view. And she goes, well, every job is, is significant, Katrisa. And, and, and that means a lot to me to be able to, uh, have those reminders here and there, especially because uh, I had trauma for a long time and uh, love and family is not something that I thought I could ever have or could give or earned or deserved. And it took me a long time to be able to get there. But when I did, it kind of like made all of it worth it. I was adopted um, on Valentine's Day in 2004 when I was 11. And I had, you know, already gone through some pretty heavy things from, you know, from two to 11 at that point. I just, I was not a fan of life so far. <laughs> and I had been through the system. And even though I was adopted on Valentine's Day, it didn't, it didn't really mean anything to me. And and being single for six years, like two, three years ago, I called my mom and I was just crying. And I was like, I don't understand why I'm still single. I don't understand why I still don't have, you know, a Valentine or something. Because besides like my parents and my, you know, adopting, I, I've never had a Valentine. I've never, you know, 
been, you know, in, I've never had the opportunity thus far yet to be in a healthy, long-term relationship with an emotionally progressive individual. And my mom always says, well, you, you have me. And that's cute, right? It's not the same, but it's cute. And, uh, she always reminds me it'll happen when it's supposed to happen. And I think that in itself is a big part of, of deciding not only what you want to do for the rest of your life, but who you, who you want to be, who you want to aspire to be. I don't claim to be a positive person. I don't claim to be a gentle person. I don't claim to be any, any kind of person except a person who really values authenticity, who values sincerity and, and being genuine and being honest and acknowledging that there is a balance to life and every, the more we take on and the more we want to do that balances increases and the bigger the balance beam, the bigger your focus and your discipline has to be. You have to really hone in and you, you can't get distracted because if you keep climbing and climbing, the balance beam keeps getting bigger and bigger. If you fall, there's not a, there's not a broken limb. There's not a hospital visit. There's a, that's it. Like you messed up. You, you messed up hard. Like you shouldn't have done this. Like here is the consequence. You're near death. And that is the consequence for choosing to do more than most humans think is, is inherently possible is to, to dream of the unimaginable and to remind human beings that that capacity in which to make the impossible probable, it was always impossible until somebody did it. And so this, you can't mess up. You can, you know, you can trip, you can fall, but the more you know, the more for example, sometimes I, you know, I get upset. I go to the gym like four times a week, four to six times a week. And sometimes I get upset. Little, little things, you know, strike me like a knife sometimes. And, you know, you can only handle being stabbed so many times before you're like, all right, I need to step back. I'm going to lose my mind <laughs> because you do. Even, even angels have thresholds and my mom likes to tell me you can't try to fly faster than your guardian angel, but I'm not perfect and I still have aggressive tendencies from, you know, from time to time. And these, these past two months, I suffered for it greatly. Uh, I got a kidney stone and a 104 fever and then I went, I was better and I went back to the gym and then I got a pinched nerve. And that was my consequence. And it was because I was doing something stupid. I was letting everything get to me and my grandpa had died and I wasn't processing that because I don't always process sadness well because sadness is, is intimate and you have to make, you have to make time for that kind of intimate, that intimacy. Um, because that's what, that's what it is. That's why a lot of the times we are, we as humans, you know, fight or flight mode, it, people are either passive or they're passive aggressive or they're assertive, which is more like neutral or they're assertively aggressive or they're just full on aggressive, which is 
apparently the stages in our evolution as you know uh, human beings from apes essentially i don't i'm not even going to get into that um but you know i knew better and instead of doing better i i messed up i i tried to go too hard and i you know, I got a consequence for it. And some people will just be like, oh, well, that's just, you know, coincidence or just blah, blah, blah. But I truly believe that when we look back and we see the lessons in our life and we look back and we see the different opportunities of growth and what has transpired from those opportunities of growth, I really, I don't believe that anything is coincidental. I don't believe that anything is accidental. I don't believe that that's how energy works because it's not. And if there is one for sure, true, absolute understanding of what is real and what is not, the, the one absolute truth is that matter cannot be created nor destroyed. And that everything in existence, every living thing has a frequency. It has a, a vibration, a resonance that, that is its own song, its own rhythm. Every, every living thing in this world does. And it's a, a very beautiful thing. That's part of our, anything will stay in motion unless enacted by an outside force. As you know, your habits, habits make the creature. And uh, every time I forget the things that I know, I go back and I listen to the podcast. It's not that I don't know them or I forgot them or I never really knew them. It's just sometimes being human and, and being in those emotions is uh, you can forget, you know, you can lose track for a second, especially if there's a million things you have to do. That's why meditation is, is very important. That's why grounding is very important. That's why connecting with people is is very important doing what you love is important learning new skills and new trades and and deciding who you want to be and what you want to and who you want to aspire to become and what it is that you want to do in this lifetime that's a it's a, it's a very beautiful thing to be able to come to an awareness of and so as we close February, this uh, month of love, and we approach, you know, April and Easter, but right now we're in this we're in this weird phase of March, and uh, that weird 24 to 44, the weird. I don't necessarily have all the answers, but I'm gonna continue to do the next best thing. I'm gonna continue to do what I know how to do, and. I don't know what I don't know until I don't know it. Trust the process and, and be your best self. But as we as we close on February and we step into March, I, I want you to be able to acknowledge what it is that you want out of life and then what it's going to take in order to get there. What you envision as, you know, the lessons in your life or the joys and the memories that you've had as, as you would hypothetically look back who who were you who are you who do you want to aspire to become i think it's a very beautiful thing when we get that opportunity and so for this month of march i, I want you 
to give yourself that opportunity to not, you know, even though February is closed, to, to not cease loving yourself, to not cease finding that balance, to not cease obtaining unconditional love within yourself and that, and that tranquility that resonates when you do. People who understand that they don't have to convince themselves of it. It's not a reminder every day. The reminder is we know what we're doing. So take a breath. Don't, don't get upset. You've got this. You've, you've been here before. You know how this goes. So be gentle, be gentle and be compassionate and be understanding and be genuine and be authentic. And any moment you feel like you are lost, just remind yourself that that's okay. Uh, anytime you feel angry or triggered or peeved or irritated, just, just try to, even if you don't, right in the moment, because like I said, you know, humans, imperfect, whatnot, there's a reason that I don't edit this podcast. I let it go. And uh, if I make an error, if I say something wrong, you know, I kind of just, I let it go because I'm not trying to make it seem so perfect. I'm not. I don't care. I, I, I practice what I teach. It's not going to go edit it for showmanship that, that would be, you know, counterproductive. But to be in those moments, even if you do, you know, you don't necessarily handle it, it, it just because you do not respond in a correct way or the way that you know that you could have does not lessen the emotion of the situation. And a lot of the times when we when we lose our cool, when we lose our head, when we, you know, forget things we know, uh, it's because we are feeling an overwhelmed sense of emotion and we can't place it and we can't put it in the files it belongs. We can't process it. And that's that emotional maturity that being able to step back and say, okay, I think that I'm angry because I can't find a pen, but that's illogical and irrational. It's not about a pen. Why am I upset? What's going on? So to really be accountable of, of that and what that really means and what that looks like and what that feels like and the difference in it. So there's a difference and you getting upset with someone because you had a right to and you were wronged and you coming and and you and you displaying that and you coming back and being like hey sorry now me for example if i if i do say something to someone and then later i think and even if it wasn't just it wasn't the best me that i could be i go back and i say i'm not sorry for getting upset because I know that you know better than what you did and you didn't seem to care how that affected me. But I do know that I'm better than how I phrased that initially and uh, that wasn't an accurate reflection of me. So I apologize for that. But not every person is meant, sadly enough, not every person is meant to see the evolved version of you because not every person can appreciate what that looks like and what that takes and, and and the strength and courage and consistency and discipline and exhaustion that goes in into you know not being the screaming crying child to 
the beautiful limitless butterfly that's okay with caterpillar butterfly caterpillar butterfly caterpillar butterfly so don't confuse you know rational irrationality with irrational rationality um and that may have been confusing if you get upset for a reason that's honest don't be sorry for getting upset but if you couldn't have handled the situation if you could have handled the situation better you can apologize for that but don't ever don't ever be sorry for feeling the way that you feel and especially in those moments where you feel like it doesn't matter how you feel and you are upset because the receiving party or the 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 the, the party that you are a victim to or the room full of people that can't see or can't hear it's you're upset because you're supposed to be upset and you're upset more imbalanced and irrational you know so to speak level of upset seemingly um, because because it should be upsetting and it's more upsetting that it's that it's not upsetting to people because it's just something that's accepted you know and those are one of those moments where you just have to say, okay, well, I tried. And obviously it's not going to matter what I say or how I feel in this situation. So standing here and trying to persuade a group of people or an individual party about something that they willingly cannot see is irrelevant. And one of the, the hardest lessons about being a creature of, evolved, of, of, of evolution, being a person who wants to be better, to be the best that they can absolutely be and truly reaches that aspiration consistently is that you're, you're going to deal with a lot of people that no matter how much you care, no matter the truth that you say that you can see, there are some people who would rather just not be accountable of it. Being chaotic or being hedonistic or being immoral gives them the ability to not have to do that because their world their habits do not surround themselves and that and and that reality and it's kind of you know that red pill blue pill kind of thing it's you can't go back you know you can't go back and we that unconditional love that consistency to aspire to who we want to be the best version of ourselves has to just okay well i thank you for your time i thank you for giving me this version of yourself and i pray that one day you love yourself enough to be able to see reality for what reality is and not what you want it to be or what you think it is looking back at you and so in those moments, just remind yourself, center yourself. In March, center yourself. Decide what it is you want to change as we step into a new blooming season of spring, of stepping into that beautiful process of that next transformation. And remind yourself that even if you don't have the answers, that's okay. Like we already said, be gentle. You know what to do, and if you don't know what to do, you do know that there are tools and resources available. I love, I have about 1,400, 1,500 people on my Facebook, and it is people 
around the world. And every single time I open it, it is post after post after post of people, all of these people who every day they they do better. They they are better. They try they it's something it's either about, you know, being spiritually aware or emotionally intelligent or physically fit or any type of, of health and wellness or succession or ascension that we want to be. And I and I don't I don't have that community in in my local network yet. So being able to see how the world can be very small and very giving at one moment in time is is it's it's very loving. It brings me an absolute amount of joy to see that 1,500 people around the world still care every single day to live by truth, to live by love, to live by light, to live by balance. And that is a pattern that cannot be ignored so easily. And the more, the more of we as the human body decide to human like a demigod, the more we each decide to aspire to become the best version of ourselves possible. That doesn't mean perfect. You are not just energy. You got a lot of things to focus on. You know, you're every, I feel like every year something changes and you're like, okay, well, I guess we gotta go buy new clothes or new shampoo. It's like, it's always something being, being human. It's its, its own kind of puzzle the human body is not something that necessarily listens all the time sometimes it just does whatever it wants to and uh i'm not the person you know you'll you'll deal with some spiritual people that will say um well you just tell your unconscious mind blah 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 and i get that i do um but as a person who thinks on a subconscious and a conscious level i also know that i wouldn't lie to myself about anything and I don't have to try to control that. I don't have to try to control the pathway or the alignment of what is going on. Sometimes my hair is just frizzy and I can't tell my unconscious mind to to tell my, you know, my scalp stop being frizzy. Like there are just some elemental factors that go into the human body and that's why creating your environment is very important because if you don't have to worry about that, if you create that stability, then life gets a little bit easier because when things do change it's a it's a pretty simple fix you know so i think i've said all that i want to say and i think that the more you know like i said the more we try to human like a demigod the more we try to be the best we can be the simpler the world is gonna is gonna get because in all reality from a logical point of view i understand why the world is the way that the world is but i also understand that if everybody stopped living in fear and actually knew their history and stopped repeating selfish egoic choices based in something that really wasn't even theirs to begin with we could live in a utopia. We could be paid in smiles and hugs. Like, we wouldn't need rent or a, a social economic structure or, or anything. The earth is free. I saw this meme the other day. 
and it was like some human, you know, saying something to a monkey, and the monkey goes, you are the only living creature that decides to pay for something that's free. And I was like, oh, snap. But we do. We, we as humans, we, we, we tend to overcomplicate very simple things like love and breathing and water and, and, and the air and everything because we get so single-minded about things. So the more, you know, the more we decide to open up our perspective, the, you get upset, you, you know, you get dehydrated, you can't breathe. That's why breathing is very important because you have to be able to take a step back. In order to do that, you have to be hydrated and, and you have to, you have to breathe. You need oxygen in your brain. But if you are so focused and you're so tired and you're, and you've got a bad diet and, and you get upset easily, you're not going to be able to see that because you have overcomplicated very simple things. And the problem with overcomplicating simple things is those things stack up, okay? And if you think you're making a house made out of bricks and then you find out that those bricks are actually just hard pieces of sand that are put together, you're going to end up with a big pile of mud and, and you're going to need a very long shower afterwards because that's just going to be very unpleasant unless you're into that. <laughs> Separate issue. So that's another thing to, I guess, focus on is don't overcomplicate simple things. If you start to get upset about a conversation or a person or anything, just you know, why am I really upset in this situation? What can I do here? What can I do to ensure the safety of, of all the people around me that I care about or the humans that I affect? And you're not responsible for, for, every, for anyone's discord or, you know, you can only do so much as a person. But, you know, as you establish who you want to be, who you want to aspire to become, what you want to do here, think about that too. Is my environment in a way that ensures my stability? Do I take accountability of how I affect other people? Am I mindful? Am I aware of it? And that's going to, you know, make a difference when you get to this next phase of life and it says whether you're going to bloom or you're going to keep going in a stagnant position and, until you figure it out which is how most lessons go. We will keep repeating the same process until we see that something is missing. So we close out February and turn to March. For anyone anywhere that listens to this, I give you my heart. Thank you for sincerest gratitude. I'm going to say this serenity prayer because I really just think it's a very good note to end on. Grant me the serenity to accept the things that I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to be able to know, see, and believe the difference. I hope you guys have a wonderful month of March, and I will see you, or I guess talk to you in April.